This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is, of course, the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8 a.m. UK time. I hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you, as always, for making this a part of your morning routines. It is very much appreciated. And uh, yeah, I'm not putting away the beautiful away shirt because I've got something better than the beautiful away shirt, Jimbo. I've got the Real Oviedo kit with, with Santa Cazula on the back. I mean, it's just far, far better than the away shirt for Arsenal this season. Way, way better indeed. Uh, let's say good morning to those joining us in the chat box this morning. Jimbo, good morning to you. To Lars, to Phil, to James. Good morning to Morgie and Vivian and Glenn. Stephen, David, uh, Mr. E, Carl, Lynn, Vivian, Jimbo, Olawale, Rich. Uh, good morning, guys. Uh, we've got Marcus. Uh, who else have we got? Uh, Stephen, uh, Arasilki. Uh, we've got Craig. We've got Dan and Dylan, John. And I believe we've got our usuals uh, <laughs> of Manji and Peeny Weed as well. Good morning, guys. Hope you're doing good. I hope you're doing well. Thank you, everyone, for jumping into the chat. It means the absolute world. Um, and StreamYard apparently is mugging people off in the chat box. Again. Let's actually scroll up on YouTube and see who was first. Apparently, Martin. Martin Harvey was first. Matt G, AV, Peeny Weed uh, was absolutely very, very quick this morning and not even rewarded. Not even rewarded. StreamYard getting rid of people. Uh, oh, dearie me. Anyway, let's uh, crack on with today's show. Do make sure you drop a like on the video. Do subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. Right then, let's crack on, shall we? Uh, Everton and PSV and the North London Derby were all discussed in yesterday's Let's Talk Arsenal show, in which I was joined by Elliot from the Arsenal Vision podcast. If you're a fan of Elliot and his work, you'll definitely enjoy our chats. Uh, I jumped onto the Vision 
couple of weeks ago to have a chat with Elliot leading into the game against Everton. And we had a good chance to kind of divulge and break down the game. So if you've not yet given that a listen, it's available on YouTube and of course on your audio platforms as well. So I would recommend going and checking that out at your earliest convenience. Uh, Forrest drew with Burnley in last night's final Premier League game of that match week. What it means is, of course, that we can have a look at what the Premier League table looks like after every team, bar Luton and Burnley, uh, have played five games. Unsurprisingly, both Luton and Burnley still sit at the bottom of the table. Luton with zero points. Burnley on one point, along with Everton and Sheffield United. Uh, Wolves and Bournemouth in 16th and 15th, respectively, on three points. Then we go to what I like to describe the mid of the lower half of the table, in which we find three teams that all deserve to be there. Chelsea on five points, Manchester United on six points, and Newcastle United on six points. <laughs> How funny that it is those three that sit in 14th, 13th, and 12th at the beginning of this season. In 11th, uh, also on six points, we've got Brentford. Then we go up to the seven-pointers, Fulham, Crystal Palace and Nottingham Forest, all on in 10th, 9th and 8th, respectively. Then we jump up to seventh and on nine points is Aston Villa, West Ham United on 10, Brighton on 12, and then you find ourselves in fourth, joint second with Liverpool and Spurs on 13th. And of course, Manchester City, five wins from five games and on 15 points that is what Arsenal are up against and that completes the fifth round of games of course that means that we are I think at this point three points better off in the same number of fixtures something like that um, compared to last season of course the teams that we've played so far this campaign uh, we did beat Manchester United but we didn't beat uh, Everton we did beat Fulham but obviously two points off of that and we then got the extra three points that we got against uh, Everton. So, and then who was the second team? Nottingham Forest. I think it might be one point. I think we might be one point better off uh, than we are in the same five fixtures. But also, if we beat Spurs in the North London derby on Sunday, it also means um, that we will uh, be one, one point, I think, better off after that amount of games, after six games compared to what we were last season. So, we are on track for a good start to the campaign, which is is encouraging. Uh, now, in terms of the loan watch, I wanted to bring you this. We're not going to be doing this season a dedicated monthly loan watch of our players. What we're doing is kind of a weekly breakdown of, of everything that happened, uh, of the players that are spending time away from the club. The Arsenal website do a fantastic breakdown, and so we're going to be using that. Uh, basically, it's just because of time resources and the interest in the show as well last season. So, uh, yeah, Lukonga played in Luton's 1-0 defeat at Fulham uh, and played the, uh, I think, the, the entirety of that game. Marquinhos uh, got his first start, I believe it was, for Nantes in their win and their first win of the season over Clement Foot. So maybe we see Marquinhos uh, getting more opportunities if indeed Nantes are winning with him. Kieran Tierney played, as you can see in the image on the screen, at the Santiago Bernabeu. He played 69 minutes of Real Sociedad's 2-1 defeat. Real Sociedad did take the lead in that game before uh, eventually succumbing to what is Los Blancos's very consistent start and they go top of La Liga. Charlie Patino played 82 minutes of Swansea's 2-0 defeat against Cardiff in the Wales derby. Um, Swansea aren't having a very good start to the season. They're now 22nd in the table. And Alex Runison was an unused substitute on the Cardiff bench for this game. Millwall were beaten 3-0 at home by Leeds and Brooke Norton Cuffey played the full 90 minutes. I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, the viral video that has come out from that Leeds-Millwall game of the Millwall fan 
getting rather exciting, jumping about a bit. You've probably seen it across your timelines. If you haven't, I certainly recommend trying to find it. Uh, in Skybet League One, Omar Rekic played 78 minutes of Wigan's 2-1 win against Cambridge. Uh, we saw Nathan Butler Oyadeji come on as a 78th-minute substitute. Um, at Cheltenham Town, uh, they lost 1-0 against Exeter. Sadly, Butler Oyadeji could not get a goal playing up top for them. Uh, Billy Vigar featured in Eastbourne Borough's 1-0 defeat at home to Worthing uh, in their Emirates FA Cup second qualifying round game. And in the FA WPL Premier League South, Ruby Doe scored her first goal for Ipswich Town in Sunday's 5-0 win at home to London B. So having hit the crossbar earlier in the game. So uh, congrats to Ruby on scoring there. Uh, elsewhere and going through uh, the rest of the women's sides uh, in the women's championship, Araya Dennis came on at halftime for Crystal Palace during Sunday's 1-1 draw with Sunderland. And Watfords, who are down in eighth following their 1-0 loss at Blackburn Rovers on Sunday, uh, Katie Reid and Layla Harriet both played 90 minutes and Freya Godfrey came on with 75th minute for Charlton, uh, which the missus will be very happy about uh, as they beat Birmingham City 1-0 to go sixth in the championship. Very good indeed. Uh, players who weren't involved in uh, any of the games were Michelle Ajiman for Watford Women, uh, Tyrese John Jules for Derby, Mika Birath for Motherwell, Salah Adin Ulad Mhand for FC Denbosch, and Alex Kirk and Kilo Hart for Bromley didn't play. Um, so there you go. And Nuno Tavares, of course, did play, as you saw in that image in the 1-1 draw of Nottingham Forest and Burnley. Uh, Arsenal completed their photo call with Win the Dog. Uh, Mikel Arteta seen here with the Community Shield. I don't know which is a better trophy. I, I'd, I think I'd rather have Win the Dog than Community Shield. <laughs> certainly has had a greater impact, I think. Uh, and certainly uh, we've seen Win the Dog have, I think, a positive impact. I still sadly not met Win. hopefully. That changes. I'm going to be at the training ground a little bit later on today. I'm going to be at the press conference at London Colney a little bit later on this afternoon. So hopefully, maybe, stars will align and I can meet Win the Dog. But uh, until then, I will keep praying, keeping those fingers crossed that I get the opportunity to do so. Uh, apparently, according to Sammy Mottbell, in the wake of David Rea's start against Everton, uh, clubs are now targeting Aaron Ramsdale. Uh, we don't know which clubs in particular, really, um, but there are a number of clubs that are keeping an eye on the situation. Of course, this was always going to happen. Um, this was always going to take uh, place. And we always knew that uh, Ramsdale was going to be in a position where when he was dropped, stories about his future would emerge. And it's taken 24 hours, it seems, or just over that 24 hours for these stories to uh, to, to work. So, yeah, it's it's frustrating. I, I, I person, I'm sure that there are clubs monitoring Ramsdale. But to be honest, I'm sure that there were clubs always monitoring Ramsdale. So I wouldn't lean too much into this. I wouldn't get too concerned about this. Mikel Arteta's says very strongly that it's a situation whereby they are, you know, using Ramsdale and Raya together. So it's not surprising clubs are looking at him. I always think that Liverpool might be a very interesting club to watch out for regarding Ramsdale because uh, Alisson isn't getting any younger and they're going to want a top goalkeeper and you never know, they might end up going for Ramsdale. So that would be my tip for people is to watch out for Liverpool. Now, with it being this week and it being Tuesday, it does mean that the Champions League is back. Uh, the Champions League has returned. And not only that, but Arsenal are involved. They take place and take their place in the competition tomorrow 
against PSG. But there are a number of games taking place today, which you need to know about, because, of course, this affects Arsenal. Uh, Milan take on Newcastle at the San Siro. And an interesting story came out last night saying that Newcastle have broken UEFA regulations already. They left too late from Newcastle to travel over to Milan. I'm not sure what the ramifications of that will be. Um, but I did see a story yesterday suggesting that would happen. That's one of the early games. That's quarter six this evening. So you'll be able to watch that one early. The other early game at 5.45 p.m. UK time is Young Boys against RB Leipzig uh, in Group F and Group G, respectively. Uh, the other Group F game uh, in Newcastle's group is Paris Saint-Germain against Borussia Dortmund. That's one of the uh, 8, 8 p.m. rather kickoffs UK time. Alongside that in Group E, Lazio take on Atletico Madrid. Uh, the other game in Group E is Feyenoord against Celtic. Group H sees Barcelona face Antwerp and Shakhtar Donetsk play FC Porto. And then the other game in Group G, which obviously follows on from the Young Boys Leipzig game, is Manchester City against Svena Shvezda, also known as Red Star Belgrade. So some really interesting games tonight. I think the one to watch, obviously, Milan-Newcastle, the early kickoff, and then of the later games, Paris Saint-Germain against Dortmund and Lazio. Atletico Madrid. Some very exciting games. Uh, I can't wait to get going in Arsenal's Champions League campaign. And uh, as I mentioned, I did say that I will be at the training ground a little bit later on for the open training session, which is a part of UEFA protocol. We did it last season. I was at the training ground a lot last season for the Europa League open training sessions and press conferences. There'll be an opportunity to hear from Mikel Arteta and an opportunity to see if Gabriel Martinelli is indeed present at training. Uh, I will be there, of course, for London, of which you'll see me uh, with the microphone doing a little bit of video work as well. I'll also be in the press conference and putting some questions towards the manager as well. So I'm going to get my thinking cap on for what is uh, going to be asked. Uh, don't tweet me telling me what to ask him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's certainly excited to get down for the first time in quite a while. I haven't been to London Colney in quite some time. Um, I think it was like March time. Uh, that it was the last time that I was there. So uh, very, very excited indeed to get down there and get an update on Gabriel Martinelli's situation and fitness. And we'll know that a little bit later on today in a little bit more detail. Right. Let's go to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right then, uh, DJ says Tonali versus Milan. Wow, yeah, I mean, he is having a swift return to San Siro. It'll be interesting to see what kind of reception he gets after he chose to move to Newcastle. Uh, it's going to be a very intriguing game. Uh, Tyrell says Newcastle game tonight looks good 
against Milan. Yeah, very interesting uh, to see how Newcastle get on in their opening Champions League game. Uh, Roger says, keep Aaron. As, his attitude is great and he's got years left to go. So I do agree. I do think Arsenal should try and keep hold of both goalkeepers for as long as feasibly possible. But I suppose it is the trickiest position to try and manage two competitive players. And I don't know what the expectation can be from a manager of how long he can expect to keep hold of two goalkeepers that are in a position whereby the minutes are not guaranteed. Um, so that will be very, very interesting. Uh, Lewis is Tom. Can you ask what diet when the dog is on and what he thinks of the training ground? <laughs> As in what when the dog thinks of the training ground? I, I, I Yeah, sure. I will give it my best, best woof. Uh, and try my best, Louis, for you. Um, Selinga says, uh, is there a chance that our young loaned players like Patino and Marquinhos can get into the first team next season? There's always a percentage chance, of course. I just don't think it's very likely. Uh, Patino has got the issue right now, sadly, where you've spent £105 million on Declan Rice. You know, yes, we might be moving on Thomas Partey, but I do feel like they'll want to replace Thomas Partey, if indeed he does move on, with a more established first team regular player um, and I'm not sure that Charlie Patino will fit into that mould he's only got one year left on his deal when he returns in the summer I think Arsenal will try to be maximising the fee that they can get from him Marquinhos is an interesting one he's obviously one of the only natural right wingers that we have most of the players that we have in the forward line are either on the left or through the middle only Saka is a naturally right sided player Nelson can play there uh, Fabio Vieira can play there but not necessarily to the most the best of their abilities. I look at Vieira as obviously more of an attacking midfielder. Nelson more of a left-sided player. So yeah, let's uh, let's see uh, let's see what happens with Marquinhos. But I I just can't see it happening for either of those two players. To be honest, um, Dan says, will you be arranging for the Champions League music to be played over the opening credits tomorrow? We demand it. If it wasn't for copyright, I might. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sadly. I can't because of copyright, but uh, if you may demand it, what you can do, if you like, is get the Champions League music up on your phone and then just press play when the show starts at 8am tomorrow morning. That would be my advice uh, if, you, if you guys want to do that. Uh, Martin says, appreciate being credited with the first comment today, but I wasn't. I was about fourth. Peeny Ween was actually first. Well, that means even YouTube is mugging him off because it says on YouTube, that you were first. Um, <laughs> so there you go, Martin. Even YouTube can't be as quick as, as Peeny Ween, it seems. Uh, Walk says, Smith Rowe needs to play tomorrow, surely. I do worry about his playing time. I do tend to agree. I do think we have to find some way of getting Smith Rowe some minutes, and tomorrow seems to be a good opportunity to, to do that. I, I really feel as though Smith Rowe is, is in a situation, we talked about this yesterday with Elliot, like if he doesn't get enough minutes, he has to go. Like he has to move on because you can't... Elliot said the point, and I agree with this, is that we are weaker with Smith-Rowe in the squad as opposed to having a player that Arteta trusts and will use. That's not to say he doesn't trust Smith-Rowe, but just a player that he will use and that he sees having an impact on games and he's willing to use in the first full game. So, for instance, if you had another Fabio Vieira, because he's clearly willing to use Fabio Vieira, we'd be in a stronger position technically because, you know... Arsenal would would have a player that the manager wants to use. And at the moment, he doesn't seemingly want to use Smith Rowe. And he might say that, you know, there's not been an opportunity, but I feel like there has been opportunities as well. So yeah. I should sing it instead, the Champions League theme. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I you know, I, I, I haven't got like a terrible, terrible voice. <laughs> it's just terrible. 
but I wouldn't in I wouldn't allow anyone to endure that to be honest uh no one needs to hear me sing uh, Nick says everyone thinks keepers are entitled to a starting spot but everyone else has to fight for it Arteta wants to change this and fully utilize all 11 players depending on the game like you would a central midfielder I am very interested to see how this goalkeeper substitution line from Arteta in his press conference uh, evolves. Will we see a goalkeeper substituted in a game, depending upon if the game state suits it? Elliot made the point yesterday, and I won't go into it too much because I'd like you to listen back to it if you haven't already, around what attributes do Rams does Ramsdale have that are superior to Raya? He came up with just one. And I don't think it's too harsh of a assessment of Ramsdale. This isn't to say that Ramsdale's not good enough. Ramsdale's a very good goalkeeper. It's just that Raya has a lot of abilities that are even better. So that's what makes it so difficult to try and think when you would swap them for the characteristics of a game. Um, so, yeah, let's wait and see. Uh, Fuad says, long-term, Tom, I don't see how Ramsdale will accept playing in cup competitions. No, I absolutely agree. Alex says, Tom, I'm genuinely worried about the North London derby. I feel like we know how they'll play now they've lost Kane. They are an unknown entity. I'm not sure that they necessarily are, Alex, an unknown entity. Yes, of course, they've done well at the start of this season. Yes, I quite like Ange Postacoglu as a coach. I've tried to remove the Spurs element of him. Um, you know, it's easy to hate Conte. It's easy to hate Jose Mourinho. It's easy to dislike some of their former coaches like Poch even. But I quite like Ange Postacoglu. Uh, I like his attitude. I like his, uh, his approach to press conferences as a journalist I'm kind of looking at it from that perspective as well I quite like his approach to those he's he's warm he's entertaining he's good with his answers he's you know he almost sounds like a fan being a, a manager which is not to undermine him because he's very very good clearly he's a very good coach and I was always told by people who are from Australia that listen to the channel that we should be concerned about Ange because he's been you know one of the best things to come out of that country in regards to football um that, that they've ever produced I think so Certainly, I think that there is something we can say about the way that they play. What they do like to have is the is the ball. You know, whereas Spurs of old used to be amazing on the counter-attack. And that's not to say that they're not still amazing on the counter-attack. They are good. But I think the best things that they've done this season has come from them being in possession. Now, Arsenal will be expected to dominate the ball on Sunday. And it's going to be how Spurs are out of possession. And will their defence hold up to scrutiny as much, maybe more so than they've ever been tested so far this season? So if Arsenal can dominate the ball as they have done in every single game they've played so far this year, then that might be the undoing of Spurs. And it might be that their lack of um, rigidity, solidness outside of possession is actually what ends up being their undoing. So let's wait and see what happens. But uh, yeah, I'm, very, I'm excited and nervous. It's my least favourite game of the season. I say this every year. I hate the North London derby. I'm always excited for it, but there's just so much pressure on it. There's so much riding on it. There's so many bragging rights. I've got so many Spurs supporting friends around me that I just cannot deal with us not getting a result. And I mean a win when I say a result. So yeah, let's let's wait and see. Uh, Valor says, if Smithrow were to leave, what would you miss the most about his presence at the club? For me, it'd be the Saka and Smithrow chant and the fact that I can shout, come on, Smithrow, uh, Smithrow goal when he comes on as a sub. Um, I think that's quite telling, Valor. I mean, if Odegaard was to leave, the thing I would miss the most is contributions in terms of his goal scoring and you know his technical ability. If Jesus was to lead, the thing I would miss most, again, is his technical ability. He's hold up his link-up play, his ability to dribble past three, four, five, six players. If Saliba was to leave, I would miss his speed, his recovery, his ability to challenge, his composure at the back. 
And if Smith Rowe is to leave and the thing we miss most is a chant, maybe that's a bit telling. If that was not what you were intending by your question and it was just kind of what would I miss outside of him as a footballer, then of course the chant is great. I miss it. I think he's a, he's a good kid. I think, you know, uh, he's good to talk to. But there is something to be said about what we would miss. Would this team, would this squad miss Smith Rowe? The moment the answer is is probably not. We haven't missed him um, so far, and that's not a criticism. It's just the truth. We haven't because we've not used him. Um, would he have changed the Fulham game? Maybe, but I don't necessarily think so. I think that was more to do with the defending from a corner and the mistake we made for the first goal. Um, yeah, it's it's difficult. Uh, that should be back and fixed. So basically, just to give you an update on the audio situation, um, <laughs> I had a technician come round. or was supposed to come around on Friday. Couldn't because they are real, came around yesterday as I was podding with Elliot. I was actually on my backup laptop yesterday, and it might be that I use the backup laptop uh, in the future, but it's just a terrible laptop, so it's not the best. It's backspace doesn't work, but I may have to use the missus laptop, to be fair. Um, there wasn't an issue, and there hasn't been an issue over the weekend, um, and I thought maybe because I did a diagnostic check and the USB status was actually passed, it was fine. So it's frustrating that these issues are continuing, but um, the laptop is going to get sent away. The only reason it couldn't get fixed yesterday is because there's a little screw in the back of the laptop that wouldn't undo. So uh, they couldn't actually do anything about it on site. So I'm going to have to send the laptop away. But we will have a backup laptop for the short term. But for now, um, it had been fine. This is the first time we've had an issue with it. So I'm not sure why. Um, but yeah, there we go. Um, I literally have to give you an update about the mic situation. Yes, that is it, because hopefully it gets fixed soon. It's a USB problem. Um, there's been a USB failure, and that's an issue with the motherboard, sadly. So that's that's the problem. It's nothing to do with sound cards or anything like that. It's the USBs internally that are an issue. And it's all of them. And it's not the microphone because I've used different microphones. So we know it's definitely the laptop. Uh, we will be wrapping up fairly soon, considering that issue, hoping it doesn't happen again. Uh, Nick says, let's do a fundraiser to get Tom a new laptop. Trust me, you guys support the channel an incredible amount. Uh, we've, in fact, just had a brand new member sign up to the channel. Jalali, thank you so much for becoming a new member. Um, you don't need to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> you guys do very, very well in terms of your support to the channel. And uh, it's, we, you know, whatever's invested by you guys, be it the members, be it Super Chats, things like that, you know, it goes back into the channel, whether it's making things like this, whether it's improving the infrastructure and whether it's having to buy a new laptop. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you guys. Really appreciate it. Uh, Derek says, Tom, great to see Timber um, photographed yesterday and looking uh, and moving freely. Also nervous, um, but uh, if we win, uh, we will be better off if we win on Sunday from last year and still not flying, technically. Good sign. We'll be there tomorrow, and I'm absolutely buzzing for it. Yeah, me too. I'm looking for it. Um, as I said before, I am going to be around the stadium on uh, Wednesday night before the game. Uh, with this microphone so do if you see me outside the armory probably around two hours before kickoff doing some pre-video and you're around uh, i might do some fan interviews and stuff like that for football.london so make sure you check that one out um let's uh let's go to a couple more and then we'll wrap things up uh, alan says tom why do you think our defense has to resign to falling down holding their faces as an ex-referee it did annoy me quite considerably um I think this is relating, Alan, to the William Saliba moment. I think it's part of football, sadly, uh, Alan. Uh, there isn't a club on earth that doesn't do it. And uh, I think when a defender is hit and knows they're beaten, 
there's something what they do is they can go down holding their faces because they know that if it's a head injury, the referee usually has to stop the game. Um, and so it is absolutely a tactic of, of lots of players. It's not just Arsenal, but I've got to be magnanimous and honest about it. That's how I feel in moments is that if a defender sometimes thinks he's beaten and he feels like a clip be it on his face or even just near his face, um, we've seen them time and time again go down holding their face. So, yeah. Uh, it's a difficult one. Darren says, given Martinelli may miss the North London derby, who would be the better left-wing option to get the Spurs defence? I'd go for Nelson. Interesting. Uh, I'd be interested to see what Nelson does on Wednesday, so I'm going to hold my judgment. Let me wait and see what Nelson does. But Trossard did really, really well at Everton, so he's very different. I think Nelson's much more similar to Martinelli than Trossard is, but uh, I think both are good options for us, and Nelson has impressed me in the little cameos that we've seen him. So let's wait and see who we end up choosing to play in that game anyway uh we are going to wrap things up there thank you so much everybody for listening there's over 900 of you tuning in this morning which is amazing thank you so much to everyone that continues to do so it means the absolute world uh if you could drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here um uh, i will certainly uh be very grateful for that uh, thank you to everyone that is uh, continuing to show the channel support. It means everything. Uh, I'll be back a little bit later on this morning on the Arsenal way. I'll then be heading to London Colney. Uh, so make sure you look out across my social feeds and of course, have a look on the London website for all the latest updates regarding open training and pre uh, the press conference as well. Lots to come. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great day. Stay safe, stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.